<laughs> Welcome to Pokemon Go Podcast. Oh man, it's been another week, and you know what? I don't it care really about this. Has been another week. I, I don't care. Yeah, well, okay, literally. Uh, but I don't care about the troubles in the world. We're here but, to catch know, them all. Not even in the presidential election can instinct take a gym. Ah, that was the funniest <laughs> post I ever saw. That got shared. It was so good. Uh, oh, look at the map. And, you know, instinct had not take any gyms. I was like, oh my god, that was too funny. I don't know who originally shared that. Or yeah, you know, I'm sure somebody you know it's been shared, 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 shared. But whoever made that meme originally, you're brilliant, and uh, you deserve all the the praise and the credit or whatever you can get for that. I'm Charles. That is Joe. Joe, man, what do you got going on this week in the game? Ah, uh, so it's been an interesting week, uh, to say the least. But did get a couple of Darkrai. Got a a couple more costumed Pokemon. Uh, the Sableye with the Litwick mm-hmm. hat. Another Gengar. Uh, got a couple of Darkrai's and a shiny uh, Alolan Grimer. Nice. So that's nice. I was hoping to get a shiny spear tomb, but I just got a regular one. My uh, boys love pulling him up on my phone and just clicking yeah. on Yeah. I did not get a shiny, but I did get a spirit tomb. You know, I don't I think I still have some more stuff to do in that. I've been busy. There's some life changes going on. Uh not I don't mean politics. I mean literal life changes going on in my life. Uh so I've been really busy here this past week or so. Um but I did get this part of that done. I got the spirit tomb. I think, didn't I raid with you to get the dark? No, yeah, that's Thursday night. We did the dark cry. And I think I've done one other. Um, oh, hey, thanks for rubbing it in. I still have zero red eggs. So, yippee-ki-yay. Oh. <laughs> did you see my red egg that was I did. Yeah, I on? did. Uh, I am going to see if anything major happened. Nothing that I took screenshots of this week. Not combat power. Recent. Let's do recent. Yeah, Spirit Tomb. Um... Uh, yeah, Yamask, but not the good one, not the not the, the, not the tablet one. But still, Yamask is still cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean that one, I like that. I always say Yon Mask. I don't know why. There's no end in there. Uh, but yeah, I've had that one dark cry, and we're good. And that, and that was at the end of the show last week. Because uh, I let my I let my uh, gotcha die again. I gotta charge it. So yeah. How dare you? So, but that has been it. Um, it, it's it's. Very, I think everybody got busy because I got very few texts in our group about hey, we got this raid coming up. Um, you Barry hit me up. Oh man, it was like yesterday morning or something. He's like, Hey, do you still want some dark crime? I'm like, Yeah, man, I do. And then, uh, I'm sure he got busy. I, I know he, I know Barry, so I'm sure he got busy. So by the time he got free, actually, if it was put down, it's like, Hey, I got a dark cry and I just started orientation at the school so i was like nope i'm out sorry wish i could play but even those guys i think everybody's gotten busy this week doing stuff so but it's 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 i see i see you peeking at the red egg i see you peeking at the red egg joe i can see your screen man come on this red it it, like it matters it's just gonna be trubbish (laughs) maybe we'll see we'll see See, if i keep saying that i won't be nearly as disappointed when it's true Yes, you will. All right. Yes, I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can you can only say it so much, but it's still true. Um, all right. So we're going to jump into the experiences of the week on Discord. And uh, we, de- we did have somebody hit us up 
on Twitch. I mean, on Twitter, rather. And here's the thing. And this is, I think everybody understands this, but I'd like to address it as you pull up the Discord. Is you ask a question, well, your name in, on Twitter might be 100% different than your name in Discord. And even then, I don't memorize all the people in Discord, right? So I'm not, I, uh, we have some that as finances allow, they come in and out of Patreon. And it's all cool. It's all good. Uh, either way. So if you're already in our Discord, I do apologize uh, for going, no, you got to go to Patreon. But that's how you do it. So it's patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. You pledge either at the filthy casual level because you're like me or you pledge at the embrace the underscore level because, you know, you're a real gamer like Joe and you got to catch them all. And either way you get in, just tie your discord to Patreon. There's a few simple steps to do. It'll walk your Patreon and walk you right through it. And then boom, you're automatically in once you once you support the show. So. That's how you do that. And Joe, hit us with the rundown of the week. All right. So Popeye is starting off this week with a shiny dark cry. And uh, Barry Folk showing off a shiny Kofagregis, which is pretty awesome. That Nolte is really cool. with his million shinies uh, ended up with, let's see, that's 13 shinies. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of them are Marowak. Three are Squirtle with the top hat. Then there's a Growlithe, Horsey, Mistrevis, and an Absol, which is pretty awesome. And three new 100% coming out of Nulti, a Psyduck, a Poliwag, and a Magikarp. Yeah. And Popeye showing off a uh, Lugia that is... Looks like it's 14, 15, 15. So pretty awesome there. And where is, I know I saw, maybe it was on a different Discord, but I thought I saw something from somebody saying that it was their first uh, shiny 100%, their first Shundo. Nice. But uh, I must be wrong. Now I'm backtracking to uh, the post that I... (laughs) put in there and asked you if uh georgia would have the same starters as tennessee <laughs> the, the raccoon the possum and the yeah. skunk which were close enough that no. answer is absolutely yes yes we'd have the same starters but yeah oh man yeah so that has been the experiences of, of the, the week, week. <laughs> uh so yeah but, again that's a short run man it's it's been it's been a, a weird week for everybody across the world. Uh, although I did hear an interesting thing, so I want to throw this out to Nolte. Is is Australia the Alabama of Europe? You know, that didn't even make sense, but I heard it and it made me laugh. And so I just wanted to throw it to our Australian friends. What do you think? Are you the, Aust- it, the Alabama of Europe? Wouldn't it be the Georgia of Europe? Because wasn't Georgia a, a, penal, a penal state for a while? That was, I think the joke is different. I think it's supposed to be about like education and smarts, and Georgia actually outranks oh, okay. Alabama and all that. Thank you. But yes, we are the <laughs> that's why I always get along with my my my, my, my Alabama, my uh, Australian brethren. Man, it's like we're all criminals deep down inside. We're all good. It's like it's, down, we're all criminals. Yeah. Uh, oh, so man. before we get into our discussion, and I did check and, our Facebook. I hadn't I didn't post it last week, but I want to remind everybody Thanksgiving is coming. And we're already in November. This is the first recording of November for this show. 
And that means we only got a couple of weeks to get it in. So get it in, right? PokemonGoPodcast.com is right there. I did look to see if I could get a link. And it's a it's a tab, so it, it doesn't really link to a page. Yeah, Joe. And I bet there's a bunch of people saying, hey, I should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead and go ahead and pause it. Go to it and do it right now before you forget. Well, and if you're using the Anchor app to listen to this show, I think I think because I haven't personally tested it. Somebody else tested it and told me about it. But I think you have to use the actual Anchor app to listen to this show to use the feature that lets you do a voicemail right there. Like you can pause the show right now. If you're on the Anchor app, hit send voicemail and boom, do it through Anchor. And that would be cool. Um, but yeah, uh, go right now. PokemonGoPodcast.com is, is mobile friendly. There's a tab that says uh, leave a voicemail. And you do that. You got up to 90 seconds. Uh, so you can get a lot of information in and do it. And right now we got a whole lot of awesome stuff from Jacket K. And that's it. So it's going to be the Jacket K show on Thanksgiving. If you guys, if you <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, don't talk on Kit Kat can come and lurk on. And, that'd be funny. Kit Kat calls in a voicemail where she's just lurking. You just hear stuff going on in the background, like her typing and things. Cause she's actually doing other stuff. That would, be, that would actually crack me up. I would put that on in a heartbeat. Uh, but Joe, yeah, and yeah. if you want, if you want to watch the Jacket K show, you can also view his stream. He streams on Twitch. Yeah. So, and I believe it's twitch.com or sorry, sorry, twitch.tv slash jacket K. So that sounds right. That does sound right. Uh, so that's, so we talked about Thanksgiving. Okay. We have a discussion. And what was the discussion this week? All right. So the discussion this week it's what's your opinion on how Niantic is handling the pandemic with recent announcements slash events? Because uh, we talked about that a fair bit this last week and we wanted to get other people's statements on this. Uh, so the only person that um, supplied us with the discussion point was El Gringo Suave coming in and he actually put a, a several posts there on the Reddit. That's reddit.com slash R slash Pokemon go podcast. Uh, and so we put a couple of sources and we'll cover that in just a little bit, but it's his opinion that uh, Niantic has not handled it very well. He said that they could be, so much more generous, especially with the the announcement that was re just released. Uh, and he sends a link, which we have in our show notes as well. But basically, in 2020, Niantic has made a billion dollars for Pokemon Go. Like, uh, so, like, like, is that not an exaggeration? That's a literal billion with a B? Yes. That, yes. Their revenue this year has been a bill $1 billion. Now that's um, revenue, not profit, but still, that's, that's yeah, a lot of money, man. Yeah, I mean, they're going full, full Doctor Evil here. Um, but and then uh, El Gringo Suave continues, but more so than being generous, they could be more wise about things, uh, and specifically mentions these these limited audience events, the lack of daily remote raid passes, the regular distance on egg hatching. So that was a recent reversion there. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, especially as COVID cases are starting to jump back up again. Uh, and so, yeah, in general, he agrees very much with us that they're jumping the gun with reverting a lot of these changes and that they could have done more. That changing the daily uh, raid pass to a daily remote raid pass would have been 
impeccable. And they they now give us the weekly one, but still. Um, and I mean, the occasional bundles help as well. Like the one that I still need to collect right now. Uh, there's the three remote raid pass bundle, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We talked about it quite a bit last week. Um, so who knows? Now we're do, trying to do these discussion topics each week. I'm trying to get better about putting them out on social media. So if you hear this show, because we know there's a bunch of you who do, and you hear the topic at the end, feel free to go ahead and email us, show at PokemonGoPodcast.com, or go ahead and hit Twitter's at PokemonGoPodcast, or Facebook is, or uh, Twitter's at PokemonGoPod, and Facebook is PokemonGoPodcast. So, uh, even if I don't get it put out as a question, if you want to have your two cents, do it. Do it now, and we'll get you taken care of. Um, so with that being said, unless there's something I'm missing, Joe, we'll hit the break, and we'll get into the headlines. All righty. The Pokemon Go podcast is made possible 100% by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. Oh, we're back. We went to Viridian City for just a minute, but we're we're back. We we got all of our our EVs combed. They're no longer hippie EVs. They're they're respectable EVs now. So we're all good there. Uh, all right, let's see. We've got some headlines to jump into. Well, as you already teased that first headline out with one of the responses there, Pokemon Go hits $1 billion in 2020, surpassing a $4 billion, that's with a B, people, billion in lifetime revenue, which is yeah. which, kudos. Kudos to them. Yeah, I'd love to have a, an idea that took off to the point that I can make this much money in was it been f- almost f- about four and a half years ish? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yep. Just about four and a half years. Yeah. They, at the, I mean, it, you scroll down a little bit, you can see the little uh, chart they've got there. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, 2017 was a bit of a rough year for them, I guess. A lot, well, a lot of people fell off. So uh, 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 20, remember 2016 was only six months for them. So they made eight hundred thirty-two yeah, yeah. million in six months. Yeah, and so they they it, time to pro, uh, to revenue ratio they have not surpassed year one ever. Now, the, but they since the drop off they have steadily climbed back up. Um, and so yeah, they are they are making bank and. Uh, I agree with El Gringo Suave. They could uh, they could be more generous in game with us with some of the free stuff that they give us. Yeah, I mean it's like why so stingy with the fruit? I think it's time to roll out that second uh, infinite incubator. I'm just saying. Yeah, just I mean saying. it's it's you're obviously not hurting. This is from Sensor Tower that gave us well, and inside the article, articles from PokemonGoHub.net. But inside the article is, is a sensor tower data. That's what we're quoting here. I mean, you're you're. So the first year was the marker, right? Hundred thirty million. Then they dropped about thirty two percent, which is significant statistically, but it still was six hundred million, roughly, that they made. Now, granted, these are not profits. 
This is just revenue. We don't know what their operating budget is, but I don't think a yearly budget for them is six hundred million. You know, it's probably a lot less than that. Um, then twenty eighteen, they grew by almost fifty percent, or I guess I should say just over forty percent, which is really significant. So not only overcoming their losses, but then adding growth. And then twenty nineteen, they grew by nine percent, so up to nine hundred two million. And then twenty twenty eleven percent, and so it's been growing. I was talking to my dad today, and he's like, "How are your shows going?" I'm like, yeah, no, Pokemon Go is still really doing well for me. And uh, oh, people are still playing that now. Granted, you know he's older and dirt, and that's fine. But um, <laughs> uh, you know they still play like, yeah, man. I, I I told them kind of what our downloads were and, and our community and this and that's like it's kicking along. It's been even with COVID, it's been just fine. People are playing it. So I love this bolded line. It's evidence that the lockdowns have not been a barrier to Pokemon Go. But Niantic does not believe that line, do they, Joe? you know oh we gave you a bunch of free stuff and said you didn't have to walk and do stuff and we increased our revenue to break records but we're gonna take it all back yeah yeah oh yeah oh you're so so sad joe Uh, yep yeah (laughs) yep yep (laughs) Uh, oh yeah and some of the stuff they've even teased that they're gonna uh remove that they'd once said was permanent like uh, a couple weeks ago they said that uh the so a while back they said that the increased distance uh the radius on pokey stops and gyms right. was going to be a permanent thing well within the past couple of weeks they've backpedaled on that and said no it's going to get reverted back to how it was uh, like small stuff like that i just i don't understand yeah you know that's the thing i'd like some more transparency of just a why why are you are you doing it that way and it, and uh, you know the, the negative answer would be because we're not making enough money we need to make more money but that's obviously not the case they're they're by any measurement you have they're making enough money right now it's a capitalist america i get you i'm not capping what you can make get rich or die trying man it's all good by me but but what i'm saying is you obviously make enough money so that's not the negative reason of oh we're not making enough money we gotta we gotta do something to bring people in to get more money um so then why why would you shrink that down i mean what is the actual and they, we will never know right yeah I, until we I get mean, a tell all one day by somebody who leaves the company they are the third highest grossing mobile game wow for 2020 and nine so itself like, has got to have a lot of money because they also hold the property for harry potter and uh what was the new one that came out because it's pokemon oh no no, no. Harry potter was World. A new one. it was uh oh ingress ingress and then Catan world uh, yes right i don't know if that's I haven't been keeping track to see if Catan World released. I assumed it has. Now I'm know. curious. I'm going to have to Google now. While Catan you World Explorers. I'm going to go ahead and set up the next topic and we'll just interrupt it. Go Battle League Season 5 begins Monday, November 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, that's about don't, it. Don't, uh, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Catan World Explorers apparently is out. Okay. But... Uh, that shows how impactful it was uh when i did the google search it says on google play it's got a 2.6 out of 5 rating (laughs) yeah indeed i I know Catan is big in the board game world 
I've never played it, but you know, you go to somewhere oh, like Dragon Con. I really like Catan. Most people seem to, right? And you go, well, I say you go to somewhere like Dragon Con where they have the board game room. It's a big deal, and people love it. You know, you get into any board game communities, it's a big deal. But how much overlap do we have from board game communities and mobile devices? Unless, I mean, because it's named Catan World, so I imagine it's Pokemon Catan, right? You have to go out and do stuff. This yeah. is literally not the environment to launch a go out and do stuff game. On top of that, on a board game property, you know, I, I'm a huge Monopoly fan. I'm a Monopoly fiend, man. Um, if Phil and I ever get married, I found our greatest wedding present is Mario Monopoly because <laughs> he loves Mario and I love Monopoly. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, uh, I love Monopoly. I but if you sit Nintendo you, Monopoly behind me right over man, there, yeah, man. Uh, I still want to get. I still want to get the Supernatural Monopoly, the the TV show Supernatural. I I still want that one. <laughs> uh, but so I, I love Monopoly, and I've played a lot of versions of it. But you do Monopoly Go. I mean, like, yeah, I'm good. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll play it. You know, I'll play it for a day or two because I'm I'm a huge Monopoly yeah. fan. But yeah. so, no someone already someone already plays that game, or at least they used to. If you say Donald Trump, I'm ending the show right now. Uh, I was going to say McDonald's. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, now that is a good documentary. The McDonald's scandal, uh, the Monopoly McDonald's a scandal. Uh, I've never heard that oh, one or seen you, it. You need to. Oh, you would. Mm. I love documentaries. Basically, they never pay out. No, no, no. It actually wasn't McDonald's. They did everything right. It no. was, it was, oh, no, you just okay. gotta go watch it. Just, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Uh, the Little Cup, back to the, the season. Uh, here we go. Little Cup will run from Monday, November 9th to Monday, November 16th. Canto will run from Monday the 16th to Monday 23rd. And the Catch Cup will run from the 23rd to the 30th. And only, so basically, the Catch Cup, this is an interesting twist. Let me go back to the Little Cup. Only Pokemon will be able to. That are able to evolve and have not evolved even once are eligible. That's interesting. CP limits five hundred. I, I, you know, I'm not a huge. Neither one of us are big PVP players, but I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's just a different twist because it keeps it from being you know the hardcore PVPers can. Oh, I can catch this one. He's great. No, no I mean it's a five hundred CP limit, and you can't have evolved them. It's a whole bunch of Weedles going at it, man. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, that one is is popular. I mean, it's not exactly the same, obviously, but that's the Little Cup is a popular um, game format for the um, main series games as well, the I, Game Boy games. I get it. It's easy access. It's easy to understand. And it really puts super strong, bad dudes against weaklings, and it levels that field really, really easily. Uh, Kanto Cup is only Pokemon with a Pokedex number between 1 and 151 are eligible, and the cap is 1,500. And the Catch Cup is only Pokemon that have been caught since the beginning of Season 5 are eligible. The CP limit is 1,500. Mythical Pokemon are not eligible for the Catch Cup. That's that's it. So basically, Ooh. after Monday the 9th, you can do the Catch Cup. Like, the, the what you've caught after Monday the 9th is the only thing that's eligible. That's also an interesting twist. Yeah, so nothing you currently have is eligible for the catch Correct. up. It's not enough for me to go, oh, I want to PvP, because let's be real, I just don't play this game a whole lot, because I have the filthy casual. But Now, uh, uh, I can only imagine there's going to be an issue with this. What, what issue do you think there'll be? 
Now, I, I could be wrong. Maybe they foresaw it, but I could imagine that. Um, I, I have to look at the verbiage on traded Pokemon to see if it retain if they retain their um, catch date or if the trade. Okay, so they, they do they do retain their catch date. Okay, so that probably won't be an issue. I had I scrolled down to uh, one that I traded for this last okay. uh, week, um, but yeah, so it it retains its catch date, so it probably won't be an issue. But yeah, now this is interesting too. Rank progression during this season will be based on effort rather than ratings. To reach rank two, you must complete a certain number of battles. Then to reach rank three through ten, you must win a certain number of battles. So if you the rank way typical ranking systems work is you win, you move up the ranks, you lose, you move down the ranks, and that's what decides. But this went this way is you just finish the battles to get to rank two. Then after that, the losses don't seem to count against you. You just have to win a certain number of battles to then go to rank three and rank four and so on. So the lo- I, lo- I prefer battles like that where losses don't count against you because in a game like this, it's it's people could I could listen to an argument all day long, but in a game like this, it's very difficult to get a wide interest in something as narrow as PvP. Like you and I, Joe, we do not PvP really. And we definitely don't do the tournaments. We keep forgetting. I mean, I know I have a half-fought battle in a tournament somewhere. You know, that always always have a half-fought battle. It needs to be finished in there. And in- Well, and the rewards just aren't... It's like, okay, that's a ton of effort for not a whole lot. Maybe if the rewards were better. Uh, let's see. I thought I saw the, uh, a little bit of rewards here. Let's see. Um... The avatar items inspired by Pikachu Libre will continue to be rank seven rewards. You can still yeah. encounter Pikachu Libre once you've reached rank ten. Then the season rewards will be similar to those in four, which I don't know what those were. Uh, and Stardust TMs and premium battle passes from rank four to rank ten. And started, yeah. I mean, none of that. I mean, I, sure. Well, I like to have a Pikachu Libre. Oh, okay, no, no. I was gonna say yes because it's new and different, but honestly, I don't care. I don't care. You Otherwise, know, I would get in here and fight for him. It. You would just name him Nacho. Yeah, yes, I would Nacho Libre. Uh, but so yes, I, it'd be interesting. But no, obviously, I don't care because I'm not. I'm not even gonna bother. It's just it's not because I don't. Uh, so blah, blah, blah. I just don't have time, and there's not enough here to me go. All right, I'm gonna cut out some time for this, which is basically what you were saying too, Joe. Sounds like, yeah, yeah. The the rewards just don't feel like it's worth the effort. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I dig what they're doing with the cups. I really do. Give but. me that. Give me that second yeah. infinite uh, incubator for getting to rank ten. Yeah, you'd see me doing a lot more PvP. Yep. Yeah. Let me have a chance encounter with a, a guaranteed shiny. And, you know, you might roll the dice on it. It might be a pool of, of shinies you can get. But at, at rank 9, rank because I know 10 is, is Nacho Libre up there. But So rank 9, a guaranteed encounter with a shiny. Now, it might be a shiny Weedle, or if God forbid, it might be a shiny Hippie Eevee, which I ain't freaking out. Uh, but it's a guaranteed shot of the shiny. That I'm like, mm, I'm like I'm not, I like shinies. Let me go see if I can get some more shinies, you know? Who knows? Who knows? 
<sighs> but what I do know is El Gringo Suave has always got her back. And I uh, think our boy is back. And we got the flying cup. Speaking of cups, we got the flying cup. And it's a Florica of Cal's piece of artwork. Although I noticed that the, the uh, signature is not here on the, the paper. Interestingly enough. Uh, so in the flying cup, you've got uh, Aerodactyl is the king. Yep. All right. That's Aerodactyl. Uh, Zapdos is over here. But who is the is that, who's that flying squirrel looking dude? If I'm not mistaken, that's a Molga. It is a Molga. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know who Molga is. You got Barbara Manatee in the middle as a neutral. <laughs> and Skarmory. That's Skarmory, right? Mm -hmm. See, I get Florka Cows, man. I totally get Florka Cows. Uh, Articuno is over on the blue side. You've got Toga Kiss. Yeah, yes. Toga Kiss is the big one. Like the, the winged one. Okay. Because uh, I know there's Toga P and, and Togetic, but Toga Kiss is the bigger one. Yeah, I got one of those. Um, I know that one. I saw it's the evolution of of. It's oh, Altaria. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, and then at the bottom, they beat Skarmory and Arrow, and it is Gyarados. And then the other uh, one, yes, beats Molga and Arrow, and it is. Oh, I like this one too because it's like a bat with claws. I cannot remember name. I can't remember the name of it. I'm tired. Gligar. Gligar. Yes. I always want to say Gilgar, and I say it wrong. Uh, go figure. That never happens, right? Uh, and they're like, P Pidgeotto, evolve me, and you get Gust. <laughs> uh, such a fun one. And then do uh, I almost left uh, do, do, do That's not do Duo, because that's one head. What's the name of the one that's not do Duo? That's Firo. Oh, nothing to do with do Duo. Okay. Yep, nothing to do with do Duo. God, that looks like such a sad chicken. <laughs> such a sad chicken. There. Such a sad uh, chicken. But there you go. If you want to break down of the flying cup and what you can use to to win the flying cup, we have that linked in our, our show notes. And then this one also is from El Gringo Suave. Not Flork of Cows, but it'll do. Yeah, no, it is nice. It is pretty. What do we got here, Joe? All right. So this is a simple raid guide for Lugia. It says simple, but it's a pretty big breakdown. Yeah, it is a pretty big um, breakdown. So uh, this was uh, this actually happened or started today. Lugia became back available, uh, so you can get your shiny Lugia. I really hope you get one, and then you can tell a certain someone I've, that you have your shiny Lugia. Who would I, um, who would I tell? There's I don't know anybody who cares about <laughs> it. Uh, I so knew somebody the, a while back where they died. The top counters against Lugia are all legendaries. Uh, so we've got Zekrom, Darkrai, and Giratina Origin Form. And then past oh, that, there. I need Zekrom to come back so I can get one. Yeah. So Zekrom was before remote raids yeah. uh, towards the beginning of COVID, like only a, a month or yeah. two in, if I remember correctly. Um, but then after Giratina, it's Magnazone. And Raikou, and then Weavile. And the quote-unquote budget counters are Tyranitar, Electivire, not to be confused with Electrovire, Chandelure, Mamoswine, Luxray, Glaceon, Alolan uh, Form Golem. I don't think I have that one. 
Honchcrow, uh-huh. Jolteon. I know you got Jolteon. Oh, you love yeah, your yeah, Jolteon. I did. I haven't used them in a while, but I do. I have a couple of them. And Gigalith. I don't have a Gigalith. He looks so cool. Uh, so basically, so Lugia is flying psychic type. So its weaknesses yeah. are electric, dark, ghost, ice, and rock. Um, Doesn't he have some stab with psychic? Yeah, yeah, because he's psychic flying, so he has yeah. stab with psychic. Um, now, Lugia is pretty tanky, uh, so mm-hmm. you're going to want a, a, a actually pretty large party. Uh, the, it even specifically says, if there are fewer than seven trainers in your party, just plan to exit out. Wow, that's tough, man. Yeah, so, it, yeah, you know... It, up until seven, it's questionable whether you'll win. Seven, you should be able to win, assuming everyone isn't, you know, like level five. Now, here's something um, interesting. I, explain to me. I'm at the top of the thing. It says level 30, no friendship, no weather, no dodging, no megas, no shadows. I mean, there's no boosts on this? So that that is when they when they give how many people to take, that's what they're assuming. Okay. So if you have friendship and weather boosting uh, and megas mm-hmm. or shadow, you might. Okay. All right. And you're yeah, higher level 30. All, yeah. All of that is stuff that adds to your damage. Gotcha. And they can't, there's no way to got to, to figure that out individually. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. So, so you might be able to get away with more, uh, but at the same time, you might need more if Lugia is boosted. Yes. So if it, if the if the little kite is in the sky, if it's shown for windy weather, you, you may want to take a bit more than the seven. But yeah, good stuff, good stuff. And then below that, it has top counters by weather based right. on that and and stuff like that. But yeah, if you want to see it, we do have it linked uh, on our Reddit page. Again, that's reddit.com slash R slash Pokemon go podcast. And here's, what's good about it, about the way they formatted it is it's in a, uh, up and down shape that would fit your phone. And so either if you, you find it and do screenshots, it's easy to cut it in half and, and, and have different pictures to flip through easily. Or perhaps I'm not sure how the PNG will translate on your phone, but if it translates correctly, it'll actually fill your phone and you can just slide up and down on it and read it easily. That would be cool. So, uh, whoever made that actually did a really good job on trying to make it, in my opinion, trying to make it portable so that you could easily reference. Oh crap! I mean, it's this Lugia with this boost, but this, this, is this. Who do I take in? Uh, so yeah. Uh, now this is a quality of life improvement, but there's a new search term for raid in the game. I can't help it. I can't. I gotta do it, man. I gotta do it. Raid. So anyway, I don't get it. Google raid R A I D Google raid commercials. Come on, grow up in the eighties, people. Oh, okay. <laughs> Y'all, the roaches. Anyway, although it doesn't look like it's it it triggers re um retroactively because when I do raid, it only pulls up um nine Pokemon. I see that, and it's all the stuff you bought <laughs> recently. Yeah. So the earliest one here looks like it's. Cotton Arvada. Oh, remote raid. I'm like, I have not been to Arvada, but no, that's that was that's where Ibit lives. Ibit. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so 
the earliest one I have here is is from October 10th. So it looks like this they started tracking it early October uh, for being able to identify which Pokemon come from raids. Yeah. So um, and that's that's Ooh. going for it. Uh, apparently there's some other ones too. So research. So you can see stuff okay. that you got from research. All right. All right. Uh, GBL, which I don't, yeah, I was going to say, Great I probably Battle don't League. have any from Great Go Battle, Battle League. League. Go Battle League, sorry. There, Go Battle League, guess you're uh, right. What and about then Hatch? Try Hatch. Rocket. Well, Hatch has been there for a while. Okay. Uh, but Rocket. So, but right. I, I mean, I, you could always just do Shadow or Purified to find which ones you got from. Oh, unless it's also, they generalized it to Rocket uh, because. Um, to include the eggs, but yeah, uh, hatch, so hatch once you get your trubbish, you're gonna have to type rocket in and see. Yeah, although I don't think it pulled up the other trubbish that I that I got from Team Rocket. No, it. Yeah, so it's nice to have new terms. Uh, right. I do wish it was retroactive, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it um, is. And in the the actual rundown and on Reddit, they're at, they're talking about the rocket one, and it seems like Rocket is only finding the ones I did from Rocket Grunt Leader today. Uh, and somebody else said, "Yes, yeah, I'm here along with research. Nothing shows up." And Great Battle League, or Go Battle League, I see keep saying Great, but it's Go Battle League, which shows me one mon raid. At least seems to be a little better, though it currently only goes as far back as Giratina. So everybody's finding what you're finding, Joe. Is that it is kind of limited? So maybe it's a going forward. Kind of tag and not retroactive there. But there was a poll done on the Silk Road by Carl LYQ, the user Carl LYQ. Uh, after eight megas were introduced in the past two months, only 20.6 people have mega evolved more than twice. 20.6%. Yeah, no, right. Because you can't have 20.6 <laughs> people. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry you lost your uh, limbs, but yeah. uh, maybe that's why yeah. they didn't mega evolve. They couldn't quite hit the no. Right, we we got to no. get off this train. I was leaving. Yeah, we're getting scattered. We, stream we, kicked off. We got to just derail it right now. Uh, so, <laughs> 20.6% of people have mega evolved. Have you mega evolved even one time? Yes. I have not I have, ever. I mega evolved uh, Beedrill for. Uh, one of the events, one of the requests was to um, mega evolve the Pokemon, so I mega evolved one of my B drills. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to that part of the quest. I got busy, and yeah, I haven't megaed anything. And uh, I'm in the, I am in the category twenty two point four percent of people have never mega evolved. Now this is out of uh, roughly about mm, three. 3,000? No, that's three by self. So about 5,149. Yeah, I've responded. Oh, hey, there's the actual number. I was actually doing the rough math. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so it's a small percentage, but you can extrapolate from it. Uh, you're in the group of people, 57% have mega evolved once or twice, and then it really tanks on the percentage after that. Uh, 45 people responded did mega evolve 21 to 50 times but that was less than one percent and just over one percent have evolved more than 50 I, I i just be honest with you man i just don't get it i don't get mega evolutions i don't understand 
when I should do it or why I should do it. And I I play so on the quick, like pop it up in my car, gotcha's playing, right? Done. I'm I, I'm not on it. Uh, get Barry, a text from uh yeah from yeah. Barry Ribbit. And you guys like, hey, we're about to launch. Okay, cool. And I'm thinking about how do I manage my launch time with whatever's going on in real life in this moment. Um I could easily mega there, but I don't, until they launch it, I don't even know who we're fighting half the time, right? They just say, hey, you might want to do a raid, you know? Um, yep. I don't know, man. Uh, I really wish somebody could, a Florker Cows, man. I need Florker Cows to draw me a picture of when and how <laughs> I should mega evolve and why I should get. Uh, but what about you? That's me, Joe. What about you? Do you why? I mean, obviously, you've done it once or twice, but why do you or don't you mega evolve? I, I only mega evolved once and it was just because the game said I needed to, to progress in the, in the event. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Um, and I would love to know why somebody's done it 50 plus times. Like talk to me, yeah, educate me. What, what, what did it for you? And I imagine those who are mega evolving more are the ones who are like Terry Wolf or rock Eddie or, or Nolte or, you know, fill in the blank here. Uh, those those Bridget, you know, Bridget goes out with his kid and goes out and does battle. You know, those who are going out more and grinding more, you're more active in the game. I can see you, you doing it more. Uh, if, if I did a community day, not a community day, because everybody, you don't go raid on community day, but a raid day where you're supposed to be hitting a bunch of raids, right? And not remote raids, but hey, I'm going to get out in my car and go meet up and, and do these raids, right? I can see possibly doing it more because you have more time to think about it. You already know you're hunting. Dark Cry, right? That'd be the one I'm hunting right now. Not Dark Cry. Dark Cry's out. Uh, what was the other one? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Dark Cry. I know I'm hunting Dark Cry. I know this is what I'm going to take in against Dark Cry. So let me see if I can make an evolve one of them, right? Because I'm going to do two or three of those. But with the remote raid pass, being at home, not having a lot well, of time to analyze it, I just don't. And the shiny rates on these legendaries, like people are, oh, I did 30, I did 40, and I got one. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do 30 or 40 period. But, you know, if I can't get it after a shiny after about a dozen, I'm like, okay, well, then I'll just get a, a handful and that's fine. Like I, I am just, I am disincentivized from actually trying to get the shinies from these raids. Oh yeah, with that kind of return, I don't know why we're all Kool Aid Man on you. Oh yeah, <laughs> that kind of return rate. Well, you know, Kool Aid Man was Valor, so he was awesome. Anyway, uh, yeah. and, uh, did you uh, did you see the top comment on this about Mega Pokemon? Uh, did from, not. from great great name. That was actually uh, the, oh, that. <laughs> they say I play to collect Pokemon, not rent them. Uh yeah, I love I love okay. That you is, love it. He's he's got a great name. He's got a great name. He does. That is just that's up there with some others like uh Sean um Wyland. His his uh Twitter is at NPC or male NPC, which is a non-playable character. I like that is a great name for somebody who's in the games. Is ma at male NPC, you know, or underscore or whatever. Go look at Bob. He's cool, dude. Uh, so, well, Joe, this, we kind of burned through stuff here, but we, it gives us some time to go into this teardown, which is all good. Uh, hello, everyone. Because I'm going to let you break down the teardown. We'll read the lead up. Hello, everyone. Christmas came early for us. We want to say a big thank you to folks over at Nantic for the update. 
Uh, this is APK of point. How are we still not in the ones? Four years in, how are we not in the ones? <laughs> point zero point one nine one point one. I hate. I just. It's just so random. I hate how people code things. Anyway, uh, so what are we looking at with the highlights on this breakdown? A lot of it's just quality of life stuff. Um, so they've got a, a fix for Android 11 snapshot. Apparently there were some issues there. Um, uh, let's see, locking temp evolutions and permanent evolutions. Uh, just all kinds of, a lot of, like I said, a lot of it's quality of life. Um, but let's get into some of the more specifics here. So, um, some of the, whenever it comes to teardowns, it, a lot of it's up to interpretation and it's not actually what is going to get into the game. Cause all we see is, is kind of some of the stub code. Yeah. Um, and so it's unclear exactly what this, the evolution locking refers to, uh, but it, it is mentioned in the code that there will be some kind of um, evolution lock. So, temp evolution locks so temporarily they're gonna lock evolutions it could be part of an event but it that seems weird unless it's referring to locking mega evolutions that could be anyway so that's there um uh megas being allowed in so it looks like temporary evolutions is a reference to megas based on some of the further down stuff. Sure. Uh, because they, they talk about allowing temporary evolutions in PVP. Um, so allowing megas in PVP, um, XL candy. Uh, so we don't fully know what XL candy is, but it appears that it'll be rewarded by feeding Pokemon in gyms and you can get it by transferring Pokemon to Pokemon Home. Uh, so I wonder if that's going to be like an upgraded form of rare candy. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. That's something new that's going to be called XL candy. Yeah. Extra large candy. That's exactly um, what I thought of. Extra large, yeah. So there's several references to Pokemon Home. Uh, because Pokemon Home is ramping up. We're going to be getting it. I, I don't even know what the timeline is for Pokemon Home, to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, we should be getting um, some connectivity at some point between us and and Pokemon Home. Pokemon Home is, in and of itself is available, um, just not the connectivity between um, Pokemon Go and Pokemon Home just yet. Um yeah, more stuff about Pokemon Go, Poke or Pokemon Home, having uh, doing some Pokemon Home settings. Uh, looks like there's going to be some optional versus mandatory quests in the future. I assume that's going to be part of an event. Uh, perhaps um, the uh, special research is going to have some... Um, more dy uh, dynamic things. So there's going to be some quests that, yes, you have to do this one versus, hey, you can choose to do one of these ones, maybe. We'll have to wait and see what that 
ends up like in game. Sure. Yeah. Um, some back end stuff that looks like it has to do with uh, gifts, um, unopened slash unsent to gifts. So hopefully they're tweaking that to make the gift sending a little bit uh, better or easier. I did notice though, um, you know, since we're talking about gift sending real quick, that uh, people who have gifts, even if I haven't sent them a gift today, it shows the arrow now if they have a gift. So I, I don't have to check to say, hey, can I send this guy a gift? And no, because it's already there. Um, and then it looks like rocket balloons track exactly how many we've done. Uh, so perhaps we're going to be getting another uh, badge to do with uh, okay. specifically how many rocket balloons we take down. Uh, but yeah, in general, it's a lot of it's quality of life stuff or upcoming stuff that we have no idea. Well, we have very little idea of what it'll actually amount to once the game comes in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot to track and these breakdowns always kind of throw my brain off a little bit. Um, Okay. I got to see it. I don't want to see it in the game. We'll see how it works. So uh, that's why we have you, the coder, to kind of help explain some of this. So I'm still ready for Pokemon Sleep. Oh, man. Okay. So uh, I go, you know, we're, we were in uh, Target the other night in the toy section, and I saw uh, a Snorlax sitting there, and uh, I laughed because it said with, with, uh, uh, with sleeping action on it is what it says like wait how sleeping in action how sleeping in action uh yeah it, it tickled me uh hey go check out patreon.com slash pokemon go podcast if you want to get your experiences of the weekend get into our discord be part of our community and possibly get something like the squirrel squad i finally got the yellows printed man we've got one specifically and uh for for um or our, our, i I'm mixing up all my names right now, but there was somebody also got her email. There's somebody who uh, threw out some subs for everybody uh, a couple weeks ago. And then one's oh, going to be Jasmine? a shiny. Lady Jasmine, yeah. And one's going to be a shiny, uh, basically. So it's going to be mixed up. I'm going to randomly put it in a bag and not know which one I'm sending out to wear. Uh, so you might just get the shiny Squirtle Squad if you're part of our Patreon at the Embrace the underscore level. But they are printed. I just got to get the bags and get stuff going. But uh, have you printed any of the glow in the dark ones? Joe, that was a secret. And no, oh, oh. no, I haven't. It's still sealed <laughs> in the box. The glow in the dark is still sealed in the box down here because I didn't uh, realize that was a secret. No, nah, it's so no, it's not really not. Uh, Joe and I actually did some shopping and we got some new filament and we have glow in the dark filament. So the next batch, the Cordy Finger Shiny, will be a glow in the dark version of whatever we end up printing. So, uh, so there is that. Oh man, it is. It is really a, about that time, Joe. You know, nope, not that time at all. That was the wrong button. You know what? I, I'm tired tonight. Hey, Joe, what time is it? It is time for random trivia. And this week, I wanted to talk about Lugia since Lugia has come back to raids. Lugia is the diving Pokemon. Uh, first appeared in Pokemon Gold and Silver. That's a Generation 2. Uh, like I said, when we were looking at the Flork of Cows stuff, it is a psychic flying type. 
Um, it is the opposite of Ho-Oh. So Ho-Oh was the, um, the Pokemon featured on Pokemon Gold, and Lugia was the Pokemon fe- uh, featured on Pokemon Silver, uh, the game mascot, if you will. The Pokedex entry for Lugia says that it... it it says that it is said that it quietly spends its time deep at the bottom of the sea because its powers are too strong. Mm. Uh, so it's the guardian of the sea, way too strong. Just it tries to keep the peace and stays down yonder. Um, so Lugia is normally a white and blue Pokemon. It's shiny is kind of an off white and pink so, and it's shiny is available. So if you're lucky enough to grab it, you can. Um, <laughs> apparently Lugia was specifically made for the second movie. So that's interesting. They, they made it specifically for a movie rather than, um, which seems weird. So, because most of generation two, uh, was actually made, at the same time as Generation 1, they just split it up into the multiple games. So they were all part of the same creation cycle for the most part. Um, Lugia, um, with its aquatic tendencies, uh, looks like it could be a plesiosaurus um, or plesiosaurus. Uh, which, you know, makes a lot of sense. Looks a bit like a Loch Ness monster, except, you know lugia can fly so there's that um and then uh so between the plesiosaur uh, inspiration it um also looks a bit like like a, a ryujin which is a dragon that lives at the bottom of the ocean so kind of a combination there nice. uh, L- lugia the name is derived from uh, apparently, lute, luteum. Okay. Um, which in turn is named after uh, Latusia, the Roman name for Paris or the city of light. Okay. So interesting. Uh, that's one uh, possibility. I don't think that's it. It could be. It could be. Uh, I agree more with this next theory because a lot, a lot of these, the name origins are theories. Some of them it's like, well, duh, that's definitely it. Um, but uh, Lugio is apparently Latin for to lie dormant, um, which, you know, alludes to its lore with Lugia lying dormant at the bottom of the sea. So. Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> that that that'd be a nice crossover. Uh I would catch a Sebastian all day long. I don't mean Krabby. I actually mean Sebastian. Okay. That's right. If you don't have a Jamaican accent, you better get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> all right. You know what? You wanna be a part of the show? We'd love to have you. Show at PokemonGoPodcast.com. And remember, 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 Thanksgiving's coming up. Just take a minute out of your day. Two minutes most, right? On your phone, you can go to PokemonGoPodcast.com, hit that little tab for SpeakPipe, and leave a voicemail for Thanksgiving. we got the Thanksgiving week coming up, 
It's going to be, I mean, Joe might record something. I might, we haven't talked about it. I haven't really planned on it. But, uh, you know, we'll probably do a little, I'll probably do a little intro, outro, like, hey, thanks everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Joe's welcome to do something. We're not going to be doing it live and together. We're taking the week off because lots of family stuff going on that week. Uh, yeah, so, and with it being virtual, uh, I don't think, uh, I think Coverthon has been moved, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. We want you to be a part of this. I do need to reach out to our friends like Bo York and Brian Ebbett and, I think that's all our friends. I don't think we have any other friends. But anyway, we didn't. You know what? We will. We'll reach out to the, our pe- our peeps over on other shows and say, "Hey, would you leave us a voicemail for Thanksgiving? Promote your own show. Do that. Let's mail. Let's let's all come to the table and eat some. What, what's the turkey equivalent in in Pokemon? Pidgeotto. See some Pidgeotto. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, but Farfetch'd is, is said to be pretty delicious. So so I've got right but after he's, this. He's more of a duck. I'll take it. Farfetched. Hey, you know what? You can do duck for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's an imaginary holiday anyway. You know, so we can do that. Uh, but uh, leave your voicemail. And I will. Right after this show, Joe, while, while we're wrapping things up, I'll get on and I'll I'll put it out there to our people on social medias. Uh, we want to hear from you. And it can be what you love about the game, what you hate about the game, what you love about this show. Wink, wink, nod, nod. That's what we'd love to hear. Uh, how much you miss Brian? Mm-mm. How much you embrace the casual? Absolutely. So uh, do all that. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and that can, again, be found at PokemonGoPodcast.com. Reddit is r slash podcast. Be like El Gringo Suave. Throw some cool stuff up in there. Make our day. It'll be awesome. Facebook is Pokemon Go Podcast. Twitter's at PokemonGoPod. And Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go podcast is where we record this live in front of an internet audience where this week Joe is the only one putting in uh, title suggestions. But until <laughs> until we say it's time to vote, then Snake Doctor Snake one in. He always does. Uh, so you can do that cool stuff. Joe, where can they find you on the web? You can find me at Joseph underscore Ard on Twitter. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me, Rock Got a Pod on Twitter, Rock Got a Podcasting across social media, or Charles McFall. And I just finished up season one of, of I almost said Almost Daily Discourse. That's not right. Of Finding the Stories. Lots of great stories there. Season two is already in the works and will be launched uh, in the new year, probably, because, you know, things are going to get crazy here. So, yep. Uh, come check me out and tune in next week to hear Joe say. The discussion for next week is what is your fondest Pokemon memory? Ooh, that's a good one.